This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Don't at me, Chance. Episode 28. What's up? The quarantine continues. Sir, sir. What what week is it officially? Of the quarantine? Yeah, I've been in it for like ever. So, you know what I'm saying? Like a year and a half. Well, I mean, the NBA, I think, shut down. I think that's when it started, officially. Kind of, right? I think that was March, what, 11th? I think it was like Wednesday or something like that, March 11th. Something like that, because I I went to the game on, um, I went to the, what was it, the Clippers game? Oh, was it? And I can check the schedule real quick. I don't know if it's going to be ghetto right, right now. Let me just do that. The last that, game. That's yeah. I really don't remember. I think it might have been like the 11th. I went to... I think it was like I went to the grocery store Thursday the 12th. Yeah, their last game was on the 10th. Yeah. Because I went to the game on the uh, on the 5th, uh, the week before, on that Thursday, yeah. I guess... So I think it was the 11th. Yeah, I, I guess mentally I've just kind of done it like in my head. When was the last time I was around like a lot of people? So like the last right. time I was around a lot of people was Monday, March 16th, where I was at the office, you know, my last day at that office. So wow. since then, yeah, about two weeks. Two weeks by the time people are hearing this on the podcast or today if they're watching the video. But um, it's weird. It's like the days blend in, the hours blend together. It's like, I don't know, but I mean, we got a full docket to get people through it. Um, You know, the weird thing about this whole thing for me is like when you look at the amount of people that have actually perished from this, like the amount of people that have died. Yeah. So if you look at it like globally, it's crazy. But I'm I've been using this worldometers.info to look at like the global amount of cases, U.S. amount of cases. So, according to this, there are just under 140,000 cases in the U.S., and the deaths total just over 2,400. So, when you look at, like, the percentage, it's like, okay, that's less than 2%. Now, if you're looking at it from, like, a pragmatic standpoint, it's like, well, that's really not all that bad, you know? But the crazy thing is, like, one person dying from this, some would argue, would be too many. So the fact that we've got 2,400 just in America. Now, again, I keep looking at, like, the mortality rate as peace of mind for myself. You know, like, Italy, it's, it's like, 10 plus, you know. And even France is really right. getting it. I think it's, like, 15% last I saw there. But I think a lot of it has to do with, like, the, the rush of the amount of people that get it all at once. Availability and, and of resources. as well. Mm-hmm. Like for population sure. population and land mass-wise. So, uh, uh, I mean, obviously the, even though like we're kind of on that same kind of track or whatever, the numbers are, you know, obviously skewed in that way. It's just weird. Like if you think about, um, like I said, like a pragmatic standpoint, all right, 2%, you think, okay, that's, that's not that big of a deal. And people look at the amount of people that get it. You know, really, that's what it is. Like, if it's going to be 2%, really, the amount of people that get it is going to determine how many people actually, 
you know, perish from it. But it's weird because there's like there's got to be some kind of a tipping point, you know, like at what point? And I think that's why some people you see the two extremes. You see some that are out there still uh, getting in big groups on beaches, you know, and public places like that. And I guess yeah. in their head they're thinking like, I'm not gonna be in that two percent, you know. And it's a selfish thought, but that's why they're All doing right. it. Then you got some, like, you know, Jock and Gary aren't here today. Jock was getting mad because I was kind of capping a little bit. But, you know, like, the full get up with, like, the mask and the gloves and all that, you know? So, you know, what is that tipping point, you know? If if 100 people were to get this and two died, then they'd say, okay, that's not not that crazy. Now, if 100 people got it and 90 people died, that's a far more lethal, although not as, you know... Uh, contagious, not as widespreading, you know. But if you look at, right. like I said, 140,000, 2,500 have died from this. Percentages aren't that crazy. Like, what's that tipping point? I hope everybody didn't listen to this thinking like, "Oh, Mike's being insensitive." I'm just speaking numbers. I'm not speaking how I truly feel. I'm just saying, like, from a number standpoint, there's something in my head that, like, what is the tipping point when it's too many people that they're like, "Okay, this is a serious thing." Well, I, I think. Now that they kind of yeah. Like, what what do you mean like are, well, what are you, I guess what was the tipping point? Taking it serious or? Well, I mean, I think the 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 seriousness of it has ebbed and flowed throughout. You know, right. The second it broke out in China, everybody kind of keeps an eye, and they're like, oh well, let's watch this, right? In my head, I was like, right. okay, it's China. It's a matter of time before it gets here, just because of how big right. China is. People travel so much. I had a feeling it would get here. I didn't think it would be as widespread, you know. But then it's like we keep going back and forth between panic and comfort, panic and comfort, where it's like, okay, let's lock everything down. Let's shut everything down. Now everybody's like, well, when should we open stuff back up? Now, you can't do it too soon and get a second wave, you know. But I guess in my head, what was the tipping point? What was it when when people really realized how serious this was? Um... I think that the one in the the past or whatever. Well, I, I don't think we've actually really reached the tipping point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, and that's the other thing too. Actually, like really peaked. Right. Uh, it definitely like, hasn't. At all. <laughs> Not like, in the U.S. I don't, I don't think it's peaked at all. Like yeah, especially here. And like uh, I think I heard today that, and like I said, I, I think like I don't have any numbers or anything um, right in front of me, but I heard today that. Um, we have like the most like uh, cases or yeah. whatever, like countrywise, uh, uh, something like that. Which I mean, like I said, it makes sense because we have you know like three hundred twenty, three hundred fifty million people, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more people get tested, you know what I'm saying, the more people are going to have cases. Right. Like I mean, that's just you know like, confirmed. Uh, it goes hand in hand. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and what is it like? You said twenty. How many deaths? So based on what I saw, it said 140,000 have it, and then 2,438 have passed. So died, yeah. That's, yeah, I think it's like real, like there's no, yeah, ain't no like uh, looking to open the country. First of all, I, I, like I don't even like, I don't get the vernacular of people saying like the country's closed or whatever right. like that. It's just like, yo, people like, you know what I'm saying, like, most of the things that I do day to day, like, are open. You know what I'm saying? Like, going to yeah. a store, going to, like, you know, like, um, 
you know, just like the corner store or something like that, going to the grocery store. Uh, I mean, those things are open. Like, you know, like, yeah, and, well, yeah you can't go to work or anything. But I, I don't think that shit's going to, like, let up for a while, man. It like, won't. I, I think it's going to be, I, I, it's the end of March now. Uh, I would say we're going into April. I would say, man, this is going to go on into, like, June. Yeah, like I mean, June, that's kind of what I've had in my head. Yeah, because you look at China, the first outbreaks were in December, and they didn't really shut things. That Like, it didn't really fade. And, I mean, there's still some cases coming in here and there. They're saying they're just import cases, but it, it didn't really fade until March. So, I mean, you're looking at a 90-day cycle. And uh, as long as everybody keeps doing what they're supposed to be doing, keep your social dis- distancing, you know, wash your hands thoroughly, all that kind of stuff... We should be able to get through this sooner rather than later, but that's the thing. Like, not anybody is not. Well, I can't say not anybody, but not everybody is cooperating with that, and that's the thing. This isn't something that it's all or nothing. It's not like you can say, "Hey, we've mostly got through this. Let's open up restaurants to letting people sit in again. Let's open up movie theaters. Let's open up Why are concerts." So Eat at restaurants and shit anyway, like. I think it's part of it. I, I kind of miss some of it because it's just like that environment, like being in a different habitat. Like all the things I like, right. sports, movies, and travel. Right. I can't do any of that right now, you know, unless I'm looking right. at old stuff that already existed. Um, but part of the travel thing is just being and experiencing, you know, in anything just in a different setting, you know. And now yeah. it's like you can't and there's just something human about we like to do and we like to have what we can't do or can't have but i mean can you not because like i, I live in a flight path and bro planes are going in yeah the uh airport every day and this isn't even an international airport like right yet. like hobby or whatever like right. all these planes like literally i live on a pivot so like i, I have planes coming in flying like a uh, northeast or whatever and like right before they get to my house, like they'll bank and like yeah. start flying like south, uh, start flying southeast. Um, well, that's so like land and hobby and shit. And that shit, I mean, it's clockwork. Still going. I know. I saw it yesterday. Like, yeah. Like, when you like, hit me up yesterday. Morning. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> well, and that's the I mean, thing too. There's so much gray area, and that's the thing. It's if you were to ask me, and maybe I'm maybe I'm dumb, somebody can at me about. I'm giving you permission to at me about this, but I feel like India had probably the best approach to it, and I mean we've seen that they keep getting Yo, more, and like more and more and more. Well, I don't know about that part, but like you know, like their philosophy is the philosophy I would have, which is basically, hey, let's pause the video game, <laughs> you know, let's shut the shit down three weeks, give it an extra week just for cushion. You know, incubation period's what, two weeks? Feel symptoms about halfway in. So, I mean, after the first week, most people that have it that are symptomatic, you should know, they'll get tested. The ones that are asymptomatic, you know, they may never know. But if they're not encountering or if they're not interacting with people for an additional two weeks after that, it should kind of run its course, you know? So, in my head, let's shut everything down. Three weeks, no exceptions. Strict, don't leave your house unless you're getting groceries. You know, like, that's about it. And then after three weeks, just from a mathematical standpoint, that should eliminate it. But there's always going to be well, little I, leaks. I don't even think that, like, the, uh, I think that the 
orders, uh, you know, like these uh, stay-at-home orders or whatever that are going out uh, with these cities, like officially or whatever, I don't even think that those are needed. Like, people should just use common sense. And, should. Like, because only certain places are open. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, like, I don't think that we need that, but I do think that we need to shut, like, air travel down. Yeah, like, that's weird to I mean, me. We did it for 19 fucking uh, Saudis with, like, box cutters, you know? Like, so right. I don't understand why we can't do it, like, for something that's been going on for, like, I'm, I feel like it's been, like, a month. Dude, you know? yeah. Like, like, I mean, really. really it was. when I, I was in Seattle this time last month, and that was the first time it started to kind of get in my head, you know? Because I knew it was starting to reach America. I knew some of the cases right. were reaching you know, Seattle and that whole area. And I knew I was flying out there. Like, well, flying out there, but... What? I first heard about this back in, like, November. Like, November, December. You know what I'm saying? Like, out of, like, the China and shit. Yeah. You know, and, like... Bro, that was months ago, Dude. fam. Like, we first time... Like, literally, we're about to go to April, fam. We're well, the... to the second quarter of the year. Yeah. The first time it landed on my radar, we were in Utah, and I knew that there was this, you know, virus going around in China, but I didn't, I mean, I don't think it was an epidemic, pandemic at that point, like, it was just spreading, and uh, I was in Utah, you know, we were at Sundance, late January, and Emily just kept, you know, in the morning, we'd kind of do our social, you know, our, our, um, what do you want to call it, like, your cyber loafing, knock that out, and then we just pretty much didn't touch our phones the rest of the day. Not like we made a commitment, but we just had so many things we were doing, we didn't really even care about it. So in the morning, you know, one of us would be showering or whatever, getting ready, we're about to go out for the day, and Emily would be like, geez, look at this virus. And she's showing me these videos of people in the streets in China just like flat out falling over. And I'm like, oh shit, you know, because people say you can faint, you know, from the... yeah. Your lungs get oh, oh, oh. yeah, because you got like fever and like can't mm-hmm. breathe and shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll pass out. She was like, "This looks pretty bad," and I was like, "Yeah, but look, we had SARS, we've had H one N one, we've had all this shit before. Like, it'll run its course and it'll kind of go away." That was late January, late February. I'm flying to Seattle. This is the first time I'm like, "Well, it's kind of in my head." Everywhere I go, I'm washing my hands. I'm not trying. I'm trying not to touch anything, and. uh you know, but I was still pretty casual about it. And then you go up until uh, the NBA season halts, and that's when it was like, for me, that was the thing that I was like, oh, shit. Like, they were the first yeah. major business, the first major commerce to shut shit down. And once right. they did, then I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> you know? Because like I said, there's no in-between. It's like, you can't have somewhat open doors because it spreads exponentially you have to shut all the doors down and the thing is you can't open them too soon exactly then you get your second that's wave why I don't understand the, that's why i don't understand uh like how air travel, travel. i know domestically and internationally because uh i mean even just here in the states because i feel like they're trying to prolong it like <laughs> like some type of you know like the well, like they are kind of like you know whoever like whatever side you know what I'm saying all three sides of the coin uh, are using this for uh, like some type of political game you know what I'm saying because like some might not shut the airports down. Like, I don't get it, and I mean, I, look, you want to keep some of the business, like you said, you know, business as usual. They want the com- the country to open back up for business. You said it's pretty much still going. 
I guess in their head, this is one way to keep it still going. But I'm with you. I'm like, I'm not flying anywhere. I was looking up, uh, just Googling something about Nashville, just for something work-related. And when I searched right. it up, it popped up, you know, some travel, Ossity, whatever, Travelpedia, whatever those shits are, and Expedia. And uh, it said, flight to Nashville, round trip, $49. 49 <laughs> I know. Hey, next episode, damn twenty nine. We're in Nashville, talking shit about how we all need to be staying put. And we're all traveling, but just think you'll probably have the whole plane to yourself. You, I mean, really would. They've, I've seen pictures of people on planes where it's like them and then just rows of nobody else. You know, but the thing that would suck about travel, like if you're going somewhere outdoorsy, that's one thing. But if you're going somewhere that's reliant on businesses, restaurants, bars. You're not gonna be able to get out right now, like so place, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, another yeah, reason yeah. why it's like why travel, unless I'm flying somewhere I'm like Yosemite, yeah. Oh, for sure. Somewhere out, you know, like uh, or uh, actually, it'll probably be bad for you to go visit your grandma. <laughs> yeah, don't visit grandma, y'all. Well, look, <laughs> don't do that. Go visit your cousin or something like that. You know what I'm saying? We've but talked about the all these yeah. effects. One of the things you've been keeping an eye on was uh, the economic piece of this you know the ebbs and flows you know we saw just dips 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 in the stock exchange and now we're seeing that jump back now what i think you know you'll have your ebbs and flows but i think there'll be a big bounce back after all that you know we might even dip a little bit more before going back up but i know you're ripping the benefits from it i actually am uh and like not even you know like big time or whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's like, shit, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Just a regular dude, like, I'm broke and shit. Like, I had no job before this shit happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> now you go get it. My money. I've been uh, like looking, like, bro, Cash App is like one of the greatest apps. Like, ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, for one, like you could do like all any type of business right. through it. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But um, two, they have like the stocks. Like, you can buy and like trade stocks on there, like buy and sell. Um, so like I kind of been doing that, and well, I've been doing it for a while before this happened, and it was just like I put like a dollar here, a dollar there, but then after like the shit started dipping, like I started like looking at the share prices and things, and I was like, well, you know what, I I could buy like at least a share in like something, right. or, you know what I'm saying, like something like that, but uh, I would never buy the like, whole shares, but until like I found that they actually have like uh like there's Canadian cannabis companies on there that uh you know like they deal in recreational and medical or whatever and i found this one that was like you know like real low like uh share prices i think it was like uh maybe like 10 bucks a share nine bucks a share something like that so i put like 10 bucks in there or something like that got like a little share then i found this other one that was like 75 cents a share you know and i was like dude wait what (laughs) so i put like i mean I, i bought several shares you know what i'm saying like it's the first thing that i've ever like you know like bought you know ownership of like you know the full <laughs> thing and that's actually been jumping up like yeah. crazy i mean it fluctuates up and down you know like every day during the week but like it's been like catching it at that 75 cents bro i've been seeing like a lot of good things from that shit so like i've been kind of having like an economic upturn like you said man like it's, yeah it's been like lovely you know what i'm saying and like i said i don't i ain't put like a lot of money in there like i don't have a lot of money to put in there but right. i put like a little bit of change you know like something to like 
where I could see something. Right. You know? And it's been pretty good. I've been liking the returns I've been getting. I yeah, I delved a little bit based on your uh, your recommendation. So I threw some change here and there. You know, bet, put some into the ones that I don't think are gonna have huge gains, but just gradual right. gains over time. You know, trusted companies, right. and that's where the diversification comes in. You know, like this one isn't gonna get get me money hand over fist overnight, but I'm just gonna gradually see increases over time because I'm gonna keep it in there. It's the long game, you know. But then yeah, you go with some sure. like you, like you said, like, hey, I found this one. This one may be a little bit riskier, a little bit more erratic. Hey, diversify. Let me get in on that, too. So I spread some of that out. And I think that's one thing that people really have to do right now. I think a lot of people are just living in fear. A lot of people are living in this, you know, almost like a like a, like an apocalypse shelter. People are kind of treating their homes like that, stocking up on food right. and all this kind of stuff. And look... It's good to be precautious. It's good to be careful. But I'd say don't live in fear. I would say this is an excellent time, you know, to put up pick up that project that you've been putting off. You know, let's say there's a blog you wanted to start that you've been putting yeah, off. Everyone should be in their creative bag. Say you've been write, wanting to write a you know, write a book or something like that. Start working on that. Let's say, you know, there's a room in your house that is a mess, but you're like, Oh, I wanna make a Pinterest project out of this shit. Get to it, you know. This is a great time for people to practice mindfulness. This is a great time to really know who you are, work on the things that you've been putting off, and focus on that. Look, we cannot control how this thing spreads. We cannot control if this goes, if it gets worse or better. All we can do is our part. Do the whole Belichick, do your job thing, you know. So don't focus on what everybody else is doing. Don't worry about it. If you see somebody doing wrong in the street, you know, hey, I recommend you do this. But don't lose sleep over it. And I think so many people just stress it and get pissed and they're outraged. We talk about outrage culture all the time, right? Just do your yeah. thing. You know, do your thing, but make make use of this time because you're never gonna get this this is not I mean, we This is knock on wood, you know, we say this will never happen again. At least it hasn't happened in our lifetimes where right. the con- the country just basically just kinda shuts down, you know, like the world kinda freezes. Use this time. Really utilize it as I mean I've been like I haven't been in my credit bag as I should have but like I've been doing like a lot of different stuff you know what I'm saying like diversifying my time and shit like uh I mean this is like like I said it's great for me <laughs> yeah awesome I love been listening to a lot of music a lot of watching a lot of movies and shit like. Speaking of, I know you had some movies. See, here's my thing. Like, I'm a podcast person, and it's funny because I want to work from home. This has always been what I've wanted to do, and now I'm doing it. But the funny thing is you find, like, some of the little habits that change. Like, I listen to the podcasts on the way into work. Now I don't have that automatic hour built in every day that I used to. So I'm like, hmm, got to find different ways to get that hour into my routine. And the thing is, too, like... Some content creators are killing it, and some are still just kind of like, what do I do with this? You know, like, we looked at the actual podcast listens for last week were, like, really low, but a bunch of people watched the video. Now, I don't know if that means that people watch the video instead of the podcast, or if it's, we kind of need video now because nobody's listening to podcast. I mean, I don't don't have a big enough sample size to look at, but everybody's just kind of trying to make sense of all that. I kind of find myself uh, actually not 
listening as long because there's so much to this there's so much content you know what i'm saying right so um like you know it, it is cutting into time even though it's weird because we have so much more time you yeah. know what i'm saying but i guess like we're getting so much more content so like it's you know going away i don't know it, it, it's weird man this is a weird time but a lot of people have been uh taking advantage of this uh i would say like uh like people like andrew schultz who were they were recording you know uh i think he was recording once or twice a week as well as you know doing his stand-up and you know all his other endeavors and stuff like that but dude has been recording like at least 30 minutes every day like for like like corona podcast you know what i'm saying like because like earlier this year he like you know already like built him out of space for like studio and everything like that so like he kind of came into like this like perfectly i mean a lot of people like the good content creators are using this like great like joe budden's been like on fire like we had a um something on the docket i don't even want to talk about that bro joe budden they it lit they literally put everything in perspective for me yesterday bro i swear to god like when they like uh were uh deep diving into the uh, party next door uh new record or whatever everything like literally that i was thinking about it and stuff they put it into perspective they told the entire truth on that and like it, this is great Charlemagne has been pretty good out here i mean uh pat mcafee even with no sports going on right like he's been great joe rogan as usual you know what i'm saying like He's getting us like the uh, conspiracy nuts going and shit. Like this shit's been fun, man. Well, the uh, the Netflix circuit. I mean, obviously, it's getting a lot of work. I've had to restart my shit several times because <laughs> I saw a meme that said, "When you finish Netflix." <laughs> I like, yeah, I finished Netflix. <laughs> I mean, hey, I feel like that's that might be true for some people though, because every time I go on, it's slow as shit at first. You know, like. People are just taxing that server, but I mean the things that have popped up this week. You know, Ozark started um, what Friday the twenty seventh. Now I've always watched that show. Season one, good but not great. Season two, holy shit! Like this show is really picking up. So far, three's been good, but I'm in that stage now where I'm like, all right, let me not waste it all. You know, let me not burn through this show all at once because I don't know right. how long this is gonna last. You know, I kind of want to space it right. out. You know, I want to ration it a little bit. But the I other know, one like, that, when, like, what's gonna happen when we run out of shit? To do? Like, you know, I know. The, like if this shit goes on, imagine, imagine if this shit goes on like two years, <laughs> and we're like, uh, and and whoever's president at that time, whether it's still Trump or it's somebody else, is like. Yeah, we're ready to open the country again pretty soon. And we're like, man, I just watched Breaking Bad the fourth time over. Like, what do I watch now? You know? What we need... <laughs> what if we get so used to this, we're just like, yeah, we good, fam. <laughs> we Which straight. We straight. It's going to happen, bro. I think that's like kind of what they're gearing us up well, to do. You know, it's like... This is like the prequel to Wally. Yeah. No, it really is. It really... Like, I, I, I wonder, too... Like, what effects are going to carry over from this? You know, you look at uh, just any time there's, like, a major change in, in life, it creates opportunities. I mean, think about unemployment, right? Unemployment specifically. A bunch of people are unemployed right now, you know, because of this. But it's kind of weird because the unemployment office had to hire a bunch of people because of the influx of people that needed to file unemployment. 
grocery stores. Grocery stores are doing great now. Yeah. Like, you know, like, go get you a job at a grocery store, man. Yep. Like, Charmin. People more and everything. Charmin's over there thinking cash money millionaire. Living good. Living real good. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Purell. a lot of these manufacturers are retooling their, uh, their tools, you know, to, like, put out masks and, you know, ventilators, respirators of what people need yep. and shit like that. I mean, this is, like, there's good and bad in everything. And obviously there's a lot of bad because there's, you know, death and shit like that. And we don't have any type of treatment or, you know what I'm saying, we kind of really don't know what to do um, with the actual, like, uh, viral disease or whatever. But it's it, it's actually, it shows you not just even in America, I would say, like, the world, how we can, like, how, how people evolve. Right. You know, like, um, how we can kind of... I don't know. We can we adapt to a lot of different shit, man. Humans like, are very like, resilient. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, why are people still on uh, cruise ships? <laughs> I've been wondering that. Why they're not great anyway? People just sitting there breathing in circulated air, farts, coronavirus disease. I mean, nah, I'm good, man. What? Um, I don't get that. Another thing that, I, you know, would be, like, great right now, and, like, I used to do this uh, shit, like, you know, like, I would take, like, random trips to, like, yeah. Louisiana and just, like, go, like, sit at the river, you know yeah. what I'm saying, for, like, an hour and then just drive back and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I bet you that'd be fun to do right now. Man, but, like, no I was... traffic. I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about doing day trips, like, uh, go right out to... I mean, that's the thing, though, because some of the places like Louisiana, Galveston, these are places that have had recent outbreaks, and they've spread pretty pretty heavy. So it's like, well, right. I don't know if I want to go there. But again, it's right right back in your head, like, what can I, mean, I like, or nah, can't I, mean, I do? Kind of choose around. I right. That example, cause, like, no, I agree with you. Because like, I was saying, like, but, uh, I wouldn't mind waking up. It'd be great to drive out the EP right now. Uh, no, nobody on the roads. But that's what I was talking about. Like, I was thinking if I wanted to just go to, I don't know, like a college station or Austin or something that's like kind of hill country-ish just to see the vibes. Or really, like, if I wanted to go get, let's say I go to like a farmer's market or something like like that. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm with you. I'm actually with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm down. Day trips. You and M. Jamal, we can all link up, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a quick road trip. Let's go take the trip, bro. Pitch the tent. Hey, uh, so before we forget about uh, the content creators, one of the things I forgot to talk about mm-hmm. is what everybody's talking about right now. You know, I saw this meme, and it was like, imagine if somebody just, like, knocked out. They woke up. You know, they're like, hey, so... You know, all the memes talking about how it all started in 2016. How it's like, hey, so... Um, Trump's president. Remember the guy from uh, The Apprentice? He's he's president now. Uh, there was this gorilla that got shot in a zoo. <laughs> you know, now all of a sudden there's this weird virus. You know, Tom Brady left the Patriots. The MCU, you know, all kind of came to a close. Oh, and by the way, the one saving grace that everybody has, everybody can get on the same page about, is the Tiger King. <laughs> So that's where I was going with that long-winded build-up. What's, what's really weird is, like, why did we drop the ball 
to like stay away from. We were busy choosing the lesser of two evils, bro. When we could have had like the best of all good. Yeah, the lessons. Come on, man! You got a, a gay gun-toting tiger king dude with a mullet that loves animals. Come on, man! Like. So, I'm still not finished with it. I think I'm five episodes in, and everybody's... I think I only watched five, and I was just like, yeah, this is too much. You're like, yeah, this... But it's great. It's well, great. I love it. It's funny, because I had somebody come over the other day. We had a friend come through, and she was like, hey, let's watch something. So, we put on Tiger King. She said, oh, I think I've heard of this. What's it about, though? And I was like, boy, let me tell you. I was like, it's actually not that complex. It is... And then I found myself, like, five minutes in, like, damn, this shit is complex. complex. Like, I don't know what the fuck it's about. Like, it's about everything. Starts out, hey, this guy gets arrested for attempted murder or whatever. And then you're like, what? And then it's like, he's got 180, you know, big big game animals and cats. And the lady that's an activist trying to shut him down does the exact same thing. Just has, like, her own thing. Like, we're freeing the animals. They just put them in tiny-ass little cages. You got the dude from... Uh, that that's been in like Ace Ventura movies with all his tigers and shit. Who has multiple wives? People yeah. might be killing each other. The dude accidentally kills himself. Like, Bell, not him, but like, like slave labor. yeah, eating raw like expired meat on the meat truck. Man, like, so what is it about? It's about Joe Exotic. That's all I can really say. But if you haven't watched Yo, it yet, you're man. behind. You're behind on the times, listeners. Yo, for real. If, if no one. If all this is anyone ain't heard of this, like, come on, like, you gotta, gotta get with it. I remember, uh, actually, like, during the election time, like, 2015, uh, 2016 time, seeing the John Oliver show. Me and Cole used to watch this shit, like, religiously, you know what I'm saying? Like, John Oliver, I still do, actually, um, whenever he's on. And, uh, I remember seeing, like, you know, like, the little bit that they showed on him, and, like, we thought that was funny and shit, but, like, you know, no one took it serious. And like I said, bro, we were, like, trying to, like, choose between the less of two evils, bro. Like, you know, like, why did not, why did, why did Jill Stein get all the, like, glory from the uh, third party? You know what I'm saying? We could have had Joe Exotic, bro. That would have been perfect. Joe Exotic. Like, I just think we probably wouldn't even be, like, dealing with this shit right now. Big Cat Joe, basically. Yeah, but, um, <clears throat> that's a crazy life, man. Like, to... To think about like uh like how those people do that shit like because they're all weird you know what I'm saying like all weird it, it's like you know how like cat ladies like you know like there's always like a cat lady on the block you know what I'm saying like Charles has like a hundred cats or something like that or they you know like always uh like you know she feeds them and shit like that like that's that's like them on steroids yeah like you know what I'm saying no it is. <laughs> Yeah, sitting there with cheetahs and shit. He's driving around. There's one scene where he's got like a tiger in the front seat of the car. He's singing to it and shit. Dude, and then the coldest dude is the dude in Vegas. Which the, one? Like, uh, he, like, he's the one that like took over or whatever. Jeff. Like he took. Yeah, that dude. Cause he like. Yeah. He, he wears like, a bandana with a hat. He, like, <laughs> he smashes all the chicks that they bring up. Yeah. Him and his girlfriend, bro. That's Crazy. Wild, bro. Yeah, yeah. He did. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hey. All right. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, hey, bros. If y'all girls went to fucking Vegas or something on a girl's trip. Don't let them go see them cats. <laughs> see those pictures of him petting them tigers. 
You know what's crazy about all this? Uh, um, back to the the virus stuff is how you hear like big names that are getting it, and it's almost kind of like this is almost like what it would probably feel like in the real world if like Infinity War did happen. Like, oh shit, did you see somebody got snapped away? Like, oh shit, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking about sports, right? So the sports effects of this. James Dolan, the, the Knicks owner, he got it. <laughs> you right. know? Like, what? And, I mean, there's plenty of jokes about that itself. But... Like somebody, somebody should have gave that shit to him. Because he yeah. got to fucking Knicks, bro. Everybody hates him. I know now you're going to hear a bunch of, like, now, look, the right thing to say, hope he gets better, hope he gets through it. But it's sad to say, I know a lot of Knicks fans are probably happy. Um... You got people that do have it, like Idris Elba. Man, he better fight through. He seems fine. He was asymptomatic, so I hope he fights through. Right. Then you got people that are afraid of it. So the one I'm talking about now in mind is R. Kelly. <laughs> R. Kelly trying to make a case to get Damn out of jail. Trying to pull that shit off, bro. bro. <laughs> they tried to get out. I saw a meme. It was like, oh, he would be a case with it, if it was COVID-15. Yeah, I saw that. COVID-15. <laughs> All right, Kelly. Yo, we're scared people. Where's a, like, what's up with, like, we know some scared people, man. Like, Jock. Yeah, if anybody's like, where's Jock? I feel like he's probably getting tested right now just to be safe. <laughs> if anybody's curious. <laughs> nah, he got mad. He got mad. But, like, you know, I, I was, I was kind of messing with him. But, I mean, it's true, though. It's like, I don't want this thing. But at the same time, right. I'm sure if I get it, I'll be fine. But, again, it comes back to that, like, what's the tipping point? Like, at what point should I be, like... Holy shit. You know, the funny thing is, you keep looking back, like you said, months ago. Like, oh man, like I kind of remember this thing then. But think about what you know now versus a month ago. The scary thing is, imagine if we're saying that a month from now. <laughs> you right. know, like, hey, remember how we thought everything was peaches and cream a month ago? Shit. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe we peak tomorrow and then it's just all downhill from here. So it's like the the monthly thing. So uh, me and you were talking off air, uh, like texting. Well, I was just like, you know, shooting your ideas, always, you know, shoot the shit or whatever. But I was telling you about how like I want to document. Yeah, uh, tell your idea. People was like, uh, yeah. So I, I want to come up with this project uh, called like the Chronicles of Twelve Hunter, <laughs> like the Chronicles of Narnia, but the Chronicles of Twelve Hunter. Ah, Chronicles of Twelve Hunter. And I want to document people from the day, or people can self-document, like on their phones or whatever, from the day that they get their money, however they get it, direct deposit, check, whatever the fuck. Um, And I want to do like the different, like, you know, like the single person that gets like just the 1200 that has like, you know, a job that doesn't, uh, that, you know, they can't work right now or whatever. I want to document them over 30 days. And then I want to document someone like that's married, that's getting like twenty four hundred, someone that's getting you know like the Shout extra out. with the kids and shit like that, and just see how far that this government relief takes us. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it takes like the average person or whatever. I think that would be fun, uh, or for a lot of people to actually like self document. You know what I'm saying? Like something that could start like um, like on Twitter. Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like with a hashtag or something, or a and then podcast. like you know at the end of it, we all just like put it together and chop it up, and you know like follow kind of like you know the interesting stories. You know what I'm saying, like uh, see like 
you know, like, oh, did someone make good of their, you know what I'm saying, like a relief? Or did someone just like, you know, two days later, they were fucking broke as shit, you know, just like right. they were, you know, before. And I think that that would be, uh, that'd be pretty fun to, you know, dive For sure. to see. I mean, you could make it a podcast, because, I mean, we talked about what we're going to do. just take callers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because everybody's going to have a very different approach, like you said. Like, I think we both said, we're just saving that shit. Like, let me save it and worry about it later. But right, no, at least at least half of it, for mm-hmm. sure, is going directly to savings. But some people, Whether like, need in it. In the mattress or in the, I know some people need it, need it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, because uh, I, I see YouTube comments and shit like that. Yeah. Like, people are like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to eat. Like, yeah, shit. Gets you 1,200 ramen. How are you not? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I understand. People live check to check, man. Some people have to eat it like fucking Taco Bell and shit every day. Yeah. It's fucking sad. Well, it's like you said, like, <clears throat> this impacts everybody differently. And um, I like being at home. I mean, I like being out, but I like. I mean, I'm fine being home. So it hasn't really driven, it hasn't driven me crazy. Um, the one thing that we talked about that sucks, like, let's say we're shooting the shit on a Friday night, and then I'm like, hey, let me come through, let's just chill, drink for a while, maybe go out afterwards, like, that's gone. So I hate that that spontaneous aspect is gone. But the other thing you pointed out, this big, uh, you you brought this up to me, is that FOMO's gone now. <laughs> it is. FOMO is completely gone, man. That's like, that's great. It really, it, you know, it's like, what do you, you just look at Instagram Live to see everyone doing the same thing you're doing? That's look the crazy thing. Everybody's doing the exact same thing, you know. Everybody's just sitting at sitting at home, you know. Even like if you watch ESPN or you know any of these big networks where there's shows, they're, at home. they're doing the same shit we're doing. Like it looks the exact same. I mean, granted, slightly better quality, I'm sure, but. You know, it's like, uh, it's it's weird. It's like you said, that FOMO aspect of like, there's no way that you're getting on social media right now, hate watching. Yeah, like, uh, or like we're recording this on Sunday, it's probably out on Monday, uh, but like last night, bruh, nothing. Like I sat here, had a few drinks here. Right. Like, you know, like, hung out, didn't like really call anyone, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you guys doing? Like, drunk call like that, it's just like. You know, like, I well, Ray Ray called me last night. I'm pretty sure he was drunk. At, like, uh, 3.07. Whatever, but I was asleep. <laughs> I found myself, I've been going to sleep early, too, bro. Like, you know, like, uh, actually, like, going to bed. Yeah, actually sleeping. Like, this past week, like, I've been, like, going to bed at, like, you know, like, a good, like, you know, 12 o'clock or whatever. Like, maybe waking up at, like, 9, 9.30. You know, like, actually getting up and showering and. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, breakfast, all kind of shit, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, it's weird. It's like, uh, I mean, even using the, the Avengers snap parallel, you see some that were, like, fine with it, kind of. Like, Tony Stark had a wife and kids. He's like, ah, I'm yeah. good. You know? And then, like, the Hulk, he's, like, finally back in on Earth, and he's, like, out and about in public, like, renowned. And he's like, I'm good. It's like... Some people, <clears throat> there will be benefits from this, despite all the bad and despite all the, you know, what's crazy going on in the world. But there are silver linings for some. And some people kind of see this as like that, that wake up moment. You know, this is kind of like shit, man. Like, 
we are not vulnerable. I think we all know individually we're vulnerable. You know, you can go outside right now and, you know, walk in the middle of the street and somebody might not see you and bloop, hit you with a car or something like that. You know, like little everyday things that you have to be conscious of so that you don't have a crazy accident. But I think we always have that security in the back of our heads of like, okay, but as as a country, we're good. We never really have many worries about war. I think that this is the best wake up call for us as a country. It like, gives everybody because those are you know those people that are the fucking drug yeah. people that are like you know we're America we're so great the nationalists like, like, uh, motherfucker sick right now. <laughs> this thing is not racist at all. This virus goes after not, everybody. It don't see no borders, no walls. It might not like Italian people. I mean, no jokes. I don't know what's going on there. That I, I'm guessing it's just all at once is why, but that's part of what kind of worries me too. You know, we're talking about a percentage standpoint. I'm like, all right, well, just under two percent, I can live with that. I'm not saying I can live with two percent of people getting it dying, but like, I'm not gonna stay up at night worried well, for my well, own safety. But ten percent, ten percent. I mean. Isn't New York's number kind of like that, though? Like, well, like New York City? Let me pull it up. So I know New York, uh, they've definitely gotten it the most. They're what people call the epicenter of the U.S. outbreak. Right. But if you're looking at um, state by state, so let me go right back to this info. According to this, 60,000 people have it, just about, like just shy of 60,000 in New York. As far as total and deaths... There's about 8 million people there, right? It, I, maybe even 10 to 12. Now, this is New York, 12. the state, though. So, state, I, don't, okay. I don't know if it breaks down into city. It might, but out of 59,500 getting it, 965 died. So, I mean, that actually is kind of... So, that is That's about... Well, I thought it was more than that. Still 1.6, but... Still a lot, though. I mean, like I said, like the tipping point, like one person dying from this is enough to say, shit, we need to figure out how to solve this problem. It's just weird. It's weird. It's And the thing is, it's an insolvable problem right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the the, doctors and the researchers, man, like, God bless those guys, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Hopefully they are like, you know, people at the CDC and shit, like, working like non-stop and shit to like trying to figure out it's like something that could counteract this shit and get it out to people uh right you know what i'm saying it's like the hardest hit places and shit because people like dropping left and right to something that they can't see that's yeah. like the scariest shit in the world fam because you, well, you don't saying? even know like, like you don't know you know it's crazy i mean we don't even know if we have it i'm pretty sure right. we don't at this point you know asymptomatic it's been a couple weeks. I mean, but you never know, right? You never know. Right. But the crazy thing is, say that we're fortunate we don't have it. We know we don't have it, whatever. Think about how close you've come to it. Like, if you were able to track, you know, somebody that has it and the paths they've crossed, the things they've touched that spread it to somebody else, it would be eerie, but I would love to see, like, the spread of it to see if I've come, like, this close to it. You know what I mean? Or, like, a place right. that I frequent, somebody had it and touched something, and instead of going this day, I decided not to. Like, had I gone, you know? Now, that shit will keep you crazy, but it's I, I, that's what I'm, like, most kind of curious about, honestly. 
Like, what if it was, like, lingering on one of those, like, lemon juice packs at Panera or some shit like that? And, like, you grab that one? I know. The one, I know. I've thought of that a lot, like... And I'm one of those people. Here's what I don't get, though. I'm one of those people. I've always washed my hands a lot. I've always maintained good hygiene. You know, Jock joked around about showers last week. He's always been somebody I know that showers all the time. We're not really doing things that we don't already do. I guess the point that I'm making with that is, why can't we all always practice good hygiene? Like, why is it like we need an awful global pandemic that's taking out, you know, tens of thousands of people for people to realize, like, we should probably wash our hands a little bit better. Right. Yo, um, it was funny. I was listening to Joe Bush yesterday, and uh, they were talking about uh, the toilet paper thing. And Maul, one of the guys on day, was like, yo, like, wet wipes, they still, like, right there, son. <laughs> like, I'm not getting the wet wipes. They way better. That is true. Wipe that shit off, man. Well, and you know the funny thing? You look at the second this started breaking out, one of the other things that was kind of eye-opening for me was when you started seeing like the big companies come out and like make a statement. Like, oh, here's what we're doing in response to COVID-19. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of those emails. A lot of those. But some of them are just like, we clean our restaurant, all of our associates are told to wash their hands. You're supposed to do yeah, that? Yeah, you should be doing that all the time. You want me to give you a, a, an award for that? Just keep doing it. <laughs> I don't know. For real, like, I don't, like, I don't, this is really, like, for me, I think that this is a sort of, like, how stupid humans are, you know what I'm saying? Like, as, like, a whole, you know what I mean? Like, because the people that are, like, really, like, panicking, like, panic panicking, you know what I'm saying? Buying, like, like, pallets of TP. Like, you know, that are, like, oh, fuck it. Like, they're all kind of, like, in the same boat, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a like level of stupidity. You know what yeah, yeah. They're all the kid, the parents of Tide Pod eaters. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you know the one thing like you're unaffected by this, well, because like you're growing your hair out anyway. But like, I feel like I actually got a haircut the other day. Okay, tell me how because I, I I'm like Caucasians my everywhere. Has a chair. He has. He's a. He's my personal barber. He's my friend or whatever. That's what we every See, day. and that's that's kind of like a cultural thing, right? Like, I feel like black and Hispanic communities are probably fine. Um, I feel like I've never really seen, like, an Asian person with, like, out-of-control, unkempt hair. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that. I don't think I'm like, they always have nice, tidy hair. But, like, Caucasian people, white people are probably struggling right now. I don't know what to do about a haircut. I'm wearing a hat because I'm like, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to... You know, a public place to go get my hair cut right now. Right. I, and I'm like, if I had, you know, white people don't have like a barber in their back pocket to hit up. Be like, hey, I'm going to come get chopped up at your spot. You know, like Caucasian right. people are well, facing yeah, another crisis really right now. To, uh, actually have like this dude or whatever. Like he lives a block away from me. He has a chair, in, like a barber's chair. Like uh, he actually has a shop, like, you know, like a room in his house dedicated or whatever. That's like a shop or whatever. Um, and he works out of that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just hit him up. I was like, "Hey, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Let me get in the shop, or whatever." He was actually at his parents' house, like right across the street. He's just like, "All right, cool. Like, let's walk down there." I was like, "Bet, hell yeah!" And like, See, I was telling him actually, uh, I was like, um, "He should like restructure his marketing, like use this, you know what I'm saying, yeah. so he can make money or whatever." 
and just tell people like you know what I'm saying like I'm only scheduling like every like hour and a half you know what I'm saying so like I'll have a three o'clock and then like a four thirty right because like like I said he only has his one chair he's the only person in there that's shopping you know what I'm saying like so I'm like but it's easy for you to you know what I'm saying like make your money rather than like we were with his um his homie yesterday that actually has a shop on um on Dallin. Uh, or emancipation or whatever, and he was telling us like, you know, he can't work. He's like the exact opposite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he works in a shop. You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, it, it's weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? The dynamic or whatever, and uh, you know, people that you know, the have and the have nots. I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so uh, I don't know. Like guys like him, he's good. Like if you need to chop out, I don't know. Like, I need to hit him up. I need to. I'm telling you, man. Hey. Uh, here's a message to all maybe sheltered, maybe sheltered. I don't want to generalize, uh, you know, white people, but you know, get in touch with your brother friends, <laughs> your Hispanic friends that might have a barber to to chop you up. Because I mean, otherwise you're gonna be all over the place, I, and I don't want that Jumanji. Like, what year is it look? A, a lot of people like my barbers are usually like my friend. I usually have like their personal numbers. Like yeah. even if like you know what I'm saying, I meet them through the shop something like that you right. know what I'm saying like cause you know, you're with somebody you gotta like trust you yeah oh like yeah that? like you can't just go to anybody you gotta be oh, selective with who like, cuts uh, your hair right and like even like you <laughs> speak of the devil he's passing by right now <laughs> that's us um like uh like you you know you go to some place that's like you know a franchise you know right but but like you you're you know what I'm saying like on some type of like personal level like with your barber like you know like yeah it's important have, man like, whether you went through like three of them you know what I'm saying right. since you start going to that shop you know like you probably have all three of those people's numbers they probably have their own set of clippers you know what I'm saying like, oh yeah uh, if people are if people are staying sanitized and you know what I'm saying like staying clean as possible it's not a problem but I do understand like the gathering like in shops yeah. and things like that you know, so like I yeah, stay away from shops. But if you got someone, if you're as lucky as me, you know what I'm saying, like has someone that, you know, has like their own space that you know or clean that you can trust. You know what I'm saying? Go for that, man. Like reach out. Like yeah, reach out to them because they're probably waiting. Because a lot of people, like you were saying, you were like a lot of people haven't been hitting you too at the same yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? Like you like I, I haven't <clears> been getting a lot of uh, business, but like the ones that you know know. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, he good, you know? Like, I, I guess, like, I would probably say, like, the ones that, like, like, get them and, like, their three kids haircuts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably don't want to go because that's too many people in one spot. You know, you know what I'm saying? Need, I think a lot of it is, like, people are probably, like, we've talked about it throughout this podcast. I think a lot of people are, like, what can I or can't I do? Like, what what's smart? What isn't smart? What should I Shouldn't I do? Like, what's the tipping point? What's that threshold? I feel like next week we need to have like a do's and don'ts. <laughs> like we next should, episode, actually, yeah, COVID nineteen uh, do's and don'ts. We should like list that. Like, yeah, make that list because there's gonna be a lot of. But it's I'm a lot of stuff now. you could do out here, man. Like, I don't, I don't understand why people tripping. You know, like with that, and then like why people tripping on like even staying, staying in. Like, there's a lot of things you can do at home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of these people don't like their families, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. <laughs> it's actually, I feel like it's been fine for me. Like, I haven't been, you know, going crazy with 
with my home spot, like you know, the missus and the dog. Back, like to your parents or anything? Nah, they've been <laughs> inviting me, but I'm like, I'm actually good. Like my mom's been getting mad, like, hey, we got food, y'all want to come over? I'm like, nah, not really. I'm good. Not even for any uh, any specific reason, other than I'm just like, I think I'm just good. Like I'm chilling at home. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm satisfied right now. But uh, random thoughts. So, I wrote one down. I feel like I hate, I've always hated when people do stupid shit, like, just in general. But especially when people cheers food. You ever see that? Uh-huh. Well, people will, like, yeah, tap I, pizza we, slices. Can we go over this one? I, pr- I probably, one. I feel like I've had this on the docket yeah, many yeah, times. Because you were like, uh, because you were like, it's real bad now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the docket. I don't know if I got to it, but I just feel like I had to say I that. Think we did get to that one. Don't, don't tap food, you know, like yeah. anyway, because that's stupid, but especially not right now. That was just one yeah. random thought I had that I had to get off my chest. I mean, people, like, a lot of these things that people do, like nowadays, like, like I'm glad, like, aren't you glad you ain't got to go to, like, no more, like, baby reveals? And like, you know, gender reveals or whatever, like that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stupid shit like that. I'm glad that's just getting like a slowdown so we can kind of forget about shit like that. Yeah. That's I needed a break from weddings. You know, I, I y'all know everybody jokes about Emily and I go to a lot Yo, of weddings. Yo, you go to a wedding every week, bro. You literally go to like 52 weddings a year. We bro. had, we had, uh, I think it was 2016. We went to like 14 weddings. No exaggeration. And they kind of like faded. They kind of slowed down a little bit. But like for whatever reason, the last year they've started picking back up. I think it's like all the people that we went to, their younger siblings are starting to get married now. So I'm like, hey, I'm cool the with the break. Catch, like the, uh, the people that caught the fucking bouquet. Yeah, <laughs> basically. The ones that were fighting to catch it, whether they actually caught it or not. You always see those people at the, at the, at the, uh, the wedding. The wedding people. Like the people that are... So like obvious about oh I don't want to catch the bouquet don't get any ideas like winking at their girlfriends and then like the girls out there that are or the garter I guess and then you'll see like the guys out there or the girls out there that are like just dot like knocking people but, over no, to catch last, it like they think last, that makes uh, a difference. Last wedding I went to uh, my friend Star uh, Marcus. Uh, she had threw the, it was at one of those, you know, fucking truck places out there in, uh, like, San Antonio, you know, like, where it's, like, outdoorsy, and, like, the, they have, like, one of those Antler, uh, fucking, uh, chandeliers and shit. Oh, like hell that. yeah. The shit, it, the bouquet, it got caught in the Antler chandelier, <laughs> and so, like, I was, I'm pretty, you know, I'm 6'3 or whatever, so I had to, like, stand on a chair and, like, get it off. And when I dropped it, bro, like, they were still, like, fighting over it. Like, counts. Like, that counts. <laughs> I was like, it's coming from me, fam. I know. They're like, oh, shit, you trying to get married, Chance? <laughs> and, uh, that shit was funny, though. Like, I just dropped it, bro, and they were still, like, fighting over it. Like, y'all tripping. <laughs> so... We have some random thoughts. This one's random, but it's also deep. And we're not going to get into it today because I haven't done thoughts on it or had thoughts on it. I haven't done thoughts. Oh, shit. Let's get into it now. I haven't made a list on it. But, you know, right now I feel like people are looking for do's and don'ts. Like, what can they or can't they do? What should they or shouldn't they do? But I think some of that, too, is like, what can they or can't they watch? What should they watch? You know, kind of like recommendations, Mm -hmm. right? 
And I feel like this is a good time to go back and binge. It's a good time to go answer like big questions or like big debates. One of which could be like MCU, right? Like which movie, like your rankings, you know? Like how would you rank them or what order would you watch them in? So I think we need to have like a future segment on like our own personal rankings for the MC movies, but also how to kind of go about watching them. There's a those. lot of them. I actually need to go back and watch. I Man, know. I need to go back and see like Iron Man two and like Ragnarok. You yeah. Because like, some of them, I was like, eh, you know, because I'm not huge on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. They, like you know, like I'm not that big on. Like, I enjoy them and shit like that. But like it's, some of them, it's like, eh, let me tie them in because with the the Avenger ones, like, they make more sense to me kind of than the one-offs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the stories, they kind of tie in, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's kind of a, they mean more. Right. If, if that makes any sense. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's, like, a, a little bit more at stake. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they do a good job of, like, spreading it out. Infinity War and Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, for sure. You know, like, I was, that was the, best thing out of the decade you know what i'm saying well the other thing too Uh, when you look at like the individual movies i mean we know studios don't have the budget and it just doesn't make you can't have a standalone movie with everybody in there but like from a realistic standpoint they never really got around why the other avengers weren't part of the one-offs like once the threat seemed insurmountable you know like again we get it we know you're not gonna have everybody in every movie terrence howard like fucking (laughs) Uh, war machine like yeah. you know what I'm saying like story you know what would be thing. funny is if uh, if they did and they did like a um, like a multiverse or or even like so Sean Connery had this I think it was was it live and let die or one of those he made one movie like a James Bond movie like after Roger Moore like after he was like right. retired from being Bond right where he made like the one off, or maybe it was like Never Die Alone, or what? Not Never Die Alone, <laughs> whatever it was, like Never Say Never, whatever it was. But it was like that random one off that they were like, oh, this isn't canon, but like, sure, we'll entertain you know, it. Never Die Alone, DMX, that's the best movie ever, bro. It really Man, is. Yo, highly recommended. Highly recommended. I agree. 100%. Never Die Alone, for real. <laughs> never Die Alone. Hey, man, you king? Don't look like Prince, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, that movie's classic. Everybody should watch that. You know, but speaking with like MCU, the other thing too, and this is really the last thing I had on my on my mind or the last thing we had on the docket. The interesting thing about the MCU, you know, you're not you're not the biggest fan of MCU. Um I, I, I'm I'm a fan, but like, you know, I feel like I'm probably a big fan, but even I'm not like super duper duper fan compared to some people. But I think the 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 what I'm where I'm going with this is it's over, you know. Now that we're in the yeah, deep I, shit I don't corner, think that the phase the new phases are gonna be as <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's 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 gonna be like for new... one, I tell you, I know exactly what you're, you're trying to say. Um, for one, I think that move like uh the highly CG movies like should be phased out. Yeah. Or whatever. Hold on, I'm getting a. Oh, uh, no, the client. Uh, someone's calling me. Um, 
I, I think that those movies should fade out because we've seen, you know, like success with Joker and, you know, like we could, you know, like there's, we don't, Jesus Christ, stop calling me. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, well, you know, like we've seen movies that like we don't have to have like, they don't have to be like all this extravagant. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, there has to be highly CG. We don't need three hundred million dollar movies. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we yeah. Don't. Matter of fact, actually, uh, it's kind of funny that you bring that shit up. Uh, I was watching the some like old black exploitation movies and shit like that, like a uh, Foxy Brown or some shit like that. And like, bro, everything is so like either over exaggerated or under exaggerated. Yeah. Like how they film stuff. Why? That's an art. Like yeah. that shit's funny, like in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to make a black exploitation movie, bro. Like for real. Like we should black exploitation, just like an exploitation movie. You know what well, I'm saying? Like yeah, because I think like kind of like how Quentin Tarantino did, uh, uh, you know, Robert Rodriguez or Guillermo del Toro, whatever, do their shits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that should be fun, bro. <laughs> yeah, I want to make movies. And I guess the to the MCU thing, I guess now that I've found my words better, it's complete and that's sad, but it's also something you could look back and like, okay, I appreciate, I appreciate what it was in its entirety, like completion. I'm one of those people, I'm always, you know, very much like an idealist. Like, if I'm not in the ideal state, I'm going to do what I can to be in the ideal state, state, especially like if it's in my power. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not a billionaire. Like, okay, that's in my power, but I can't make that happen overnight. But I find it hard to watch like lesser works or whatever when there's like a better one, right? And it always makes it sad when you look at like, okay, I don't think they can really top what they did before. I don't think they could really reach that plateau. But there's something to the completion of a narrative that that there, like there's a certain amount of beauty to it you know whether it's that even sports you know you look at brady and belichick that's over they can both continue winning titles you know but the days of them doing it together that's over like that's not going to happen again so you look back nostalgically and kind of sad like man that that great the 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 them doing great together is over. But you can still look back on it fondly and appreciate for what it was, you know? Like, this right. is a good time, and too, I to think... kind of look back on, like, the past and, like, completion of stories. Not dwelling on them, but just, like, admiring what it was for what it was when it was there, you know? And just kind of seeing it and saying, that's not going to happen again, but you know what? Like, there were some great scenes in that movie, in that whole story. There were some not-so-great scenes, but... I can look back almost like an album, you know, and run it back, listen to it again to get that whole story again. And there's just something to the completion of something that just kind of has like a, you know, you just kind of move on. I think we're looking at, we can look back at this once this is over, obviously not looking at every part of it fondly, like the people that have died or even just not died, but been severely impacted by this. But looking at some of the good and just being fond of like, man, I really miss having that one-on-one time, you know, chilling in the room with my dog all the time, 24-7, literally my dog, but also hanging with my dogs, uh, you know, yeah. Skype and shit like that, just a different way to communicate, but just a long-winded way of me saying, like, just like all things, this will come to an end, and we can look at the positive aspects of it and appreciate that, we can look at the negative aspects of it and learn from it, but there's always something 
to be said about like the completion of a narrative. So that's my long soliloquy. My bad. <laughs> nah, man, that, that was great. Like, uh, yeah, but you're you, you're right about that, and I think that because those were the mistakes. You know, taking it back to movies, I think that, that was the mistake that a lot of these uh, studios, you know, uh, made was trying to recreate those, you know what I'm saying? Like how they did with the Lion King and yeah. Aladdin and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like those were cringy because like, you know, you're trying to recreate something that should, you know, like it was good for what it was there. You know what I'm saying? But like it, it should have just ended at that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and that's why like, like the only, well, I mean, MCU kind of fixed it, but like, uh, remember when like, uh, after the Raimi Spider-Mans, they had, like, those two, like, random Spider-Mans yeah. with Andrew Garfield. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, I didn't, you know, like, like that <laughs> at all. Like, although those were actually pretty good movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. looking back, like, you know, but, like, it, it was just kind of weird. It's yeah. like, well, why are y'all doing this? Starting like, over. what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean... But, man, uh, Oh, yeah. What were you going to say? No, it's just like, you know, like even something like a Batman, you know, you can look back on different eras of like Batman phases and you can appreciate them for what they are. It's like a cookbook. Like memories are almost like a cookbook. Like you want a recipe for something that you've had before, you can always just dial it back and think about it, you know, like any of those movies. Like I want something that is more of a timepiece of... You know what's going on in the world. Maybe the Dark Knight trilogy is what you're looking for. I want one that's just like comic book like and just captures all of like the neon vibes. You know, then it's the Burton Batman. You know, Dark Dark Knight was actually really ahead, ahead of its time because like the Bane thing. Did you see the thing? He like he wears a mask. Yeah. Like sporting events. <laughs> Shut down the whole city. I thought about that recently too. Like. <laughs> You know, they could have Batman with, like, COVID-19 cure on his face as a meme. And, like, that's him coming into like, you know, Bane is COVID-19 or something like that, you know? It's just, it's wild, man. Like, uh, yeah, that movie specifically, because it's kind of the same thing. When you look at the whole, the Joker's approach to, hey, this is how you're going to solve this complex problem you basically have to choose you know like which boat blows up <laughs> and it's like okay a boat blowing up in the grand scheme of things a couple hundred people but it's not the entirety of new york city's population but in the movie it was like man this is a real freaking deal just like this you know again it's like percentage wise it's not everybody but it's enough man it's enough but... show <laughs> Well, that's the completion yeah, of my narrative. I don't know if you got anything else on the uh, on the docket for the day. Um, no, nah, man. I think you, you know, what I'm saying like um, I actually don't want to do these like more often. Yeah, we should. It's like you know what I'm saying. So uh, I think that you know, going forward, we'll kind of you know, what I'm saying we'll chop it up like off air or whatever about that. But uh, I think we can start putting these out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, not every day. But, like, maybe, like, shit, twice a week now. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm with it. Being, uh, I was uh, actually... We talked about that last week. I think we can probably tell everybody they can look forward to some more Don't At Me's. Yeah, 
Yeah, especially like uh, now that we have like videos and stuff like that too, because like the YouTube, uh, it's, it's just picking up. Oh yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Finally, actually, people get to see us, and you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> see which ones we are and who the fuck, you know? Right, right. Well, I mean, shit. Like you said, it. I think we'll we'll have more of these. You know, of course, if you want to check us out, <clears throat> keep in the loop. You're gonna want to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. YouTube, we just said it, you know, we're putting out more video content, so check us out. Look up Repertoire Network. You'll see the purple R with the three dots, like a repertoire of podcasts and content. You'll find us there, and then on social media, at The Rep Network. Of course, we got the website, too. So the website is therep.network. There's no .com, .org, .net, nothing. Just The Rep.network. You can check us out there to stay in the loop on all things that we're doing. For sure, man. And follow our personals, too. You know it. I'm at that nigga chance. That's Mike <laughs> Silver 20. That's Mike Silver 27. Check uh, yeah. us out. We're here. Uh, we'll tune in with y'all. Hopefully, uh, Jock and Gary remain COVID-19 free, and they are in better graces next time. But uh, tune <laughs> Especially in. Especially Jock, because I'm not trying to hear about him. I know. I'm scared for the man. But... Uh, <laughs> Y'all be safe out there. Wash your hands. Socially distance yourselves. Wash your ass. Thoroughly. (laughs) But uh, with that, tune in next week or uh, later this week for more. Oh, hey, Huncho. Huncho's with it too. All right, y'all. See you. Bye. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who were you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Bros. Hey, hold on real quick, hold on, hold on, pause.